Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is August 18th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, Lead off segment for this episode is entitled Tyreek Hill, fastest man in the NFL. Um, I don't think he's faster than Marquise Goodwin, but I think he's definitely fast. Um, you know, Marquise Goodwin uh, was, uh, I think he almost made the Olympics. Um, but he's, I mean, he's definitely a uh, supreme talent. And, um, you know, like I always say, when you're, when you're a little guy, five, eight, five, nine in the NFL, you have to bring something insane to the table, whether it be speed, whether it's um, jumping ability, strength, you have to be abnormal at something. You can't just go out there as a 5'9 guy and just play regular. Like, you can be 6'5", 280, and play in the league for 10 years if you just have average ability. But when you're 5'8", 5'9", and you have average ability, you're not going to you're not going to make it. And this guy has superhuman speed. And, you know, that's why I think he's the fastest man in the NFL. Marquise Goodwin is not in the NFL currently, so I can say that. But if Marquise Goodwin was, I think if they race, you know, he he Marquise Goodwin would win. Um but not taking anything away from Tyreek Hill. I mean, Tyreek Hill is the way better football player, without a doubt. There's there's no question. Um, you know, you just seen some of the plays that he's made throughout his career. Um, I would like to see him become better at route running and depend less on speed because speed will fade as you get older, unless you're Daryl Green, you you run a four, four three at age forty, <laughs> insane. Um, but um, you know, I will we'll see what happens with him, man. Um, you know, I follow. Anytime there's like a Tyreek Hill, Odell Beckham. You know, any kind of great receiver, I always follow those guys because I had this thing about playing receiver when I was a little kid. So I always follow the very good receivers in the NFL. So let me know what you think about that segment. Uh, next segment is entitled, Can uh, the 49ers, the San Francisco 49ers, go back to the Super Bowl? It's going to be very difficult because you're not going to sneak up on anybody this year. Okay? And... You know, Sherman um, was exposed. 
He he cannot play man-to-man coverage. And I don't know why they put him in man-to-man coverage situations. He's he's the greatest zone corner to ever play the game. I'll give him that. But he's a average. I no, he's a below average man-to-man corner. I mean, now I will I will say before the injury Okay, in his first couple of years in the league, he was a better man corner than he is now. Okay, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say the man has sucked his whole career. He hasn't. He, he was a better man to man cover guy early on in his career. Because I've looked at some of the tape and I was just like, yo, this dude really could play man to man defense. People was just hating on him. But right now, he's a below-average man-to-man corner and shouldn't be in those situations. He should. You should always have a safety over the top if you're going to let Sherman play man-to-man. I don't think you ever put him on an island at this point in his career. But that's one way that I it's going to be hard for them to go back because they're going to put him in man-to-man, no-safety-over-the-top situations. Okay. <clears throat> the offensive line, okay, is is Trent Williams going to be the guy that can replace Joe Staley? We'll see. Um, can Jimmy Garoppolo – a lot of games are going to come down on Jimmy Garoppolo now because they're going to put eight in the box and they're going to say, you're not going to run on us, Okay. Um, you've got a nice little group of running backs, McKinnon, Mostert, um, I forget the other guy's name. I just had his name and I forgot it. Number 26, you got him. Um, you just re-signed, um, the tight end to five years, 75 million, uh, George Kittle, um, You know, you, you your defense, you lost um you lost the defensive tackle to the Indian or you traded him to the uh Indianapolis Colts for a first round pick. You drafted the dude from South Carolina. Um so it's it's you know, then you're dealing with COVID nineteen. So I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be hard. I mean the Saints, the Cowboys um, the Rams are going to be better. Um, Tampa Bay is going to be there. Minnesota. So it's going to be, it's going to be a, a, a very hard NFC to navigate through. But, um, like I always say, man, we'll see what happens. I'm predicting ten and six wild card. I don't think they're gonna be the the the, the one seed this year. Ten and six wild card. So let me know what you think about that segment. Uh Florida State stuff. Positive vibes for the twenty twenty season, Florida State. What are my positive vibes? Um Uh, I think the defense is going to be better. 
Um, I don't think we've added anything significant on offense for me to sit here and say we're going to be better. If we had added two or three graduate transfers for the offensive line that were actually solid players, I think I would have a better um, uh, positive vibe for the offense. But, you know, Norvell, Norvell is the positive vibe on offense. Um, Because just from what I've seen from his career at Memphis, it's like a shotgun West Coast type of deal. And, um, you know, I like it. I like it because it gets the ball out of the um, quarterback's hands quickly which is what, you know, James Blackman needs if he's going to be the starter. Um, I've been saying that basically this whole podcast is that you have to get the ball out of his hands quickly. The longer he has the ball in his hands, the better chance that he's going to make a bad decision. And, um, you know, that's just um that's just fact. So that's that's not opinion. Um other positive vibes, I mean it's mainly defense, but um I'm trying to look up some uh some video here. Make sure this mute is on. Okay. And as I'm doing this podcast, I'm looking at the uh Cincinnati versus Memphis AAC championship in last year. Um Memphis starts the game with a with an onside kick. That is crazy. Um, I think right after this game, he was named head coach, man. But you can't be doing this onside kick crap at at uh, Florida State. You just can't. You you know what I'm saying? Even the average teams in the ACC will smoke you. So. Start the game on defense. 4-3 hybrid scheme. Okay. So, I want to see the offense. That's my issue. All right, here we go. Shotgun. Run game. I don't think you're going to be seeing holes like that at Florida State, but boom. One, two, three, throw. So that's what I like about him. I said it's, it's basically a, a, a West Coast shotgun read option type of deal. Quarterback, there you go. I like I like his offense. 
Um, so let me know what you think about that segment, man. Uh, is Cyrus Fagan a X Factor? I think he is. Um, you know, he had a pretty good game against NC State last year. I thought that was kind of like his uh, coming out party. Um, Six one one ninety five, defensive back senior. He's got to play, and he's got to play in every game. There's no way you can justify keeping this guy on the sideline. He's got to play, but he's got to go out there and make plays. He's a safety, um, and I think he's got talent. Um. Yeah, he had a pretty good game against NC State last year. So, um, you know, this guy, I mean, he might be a starter. You know, he might be that starter at free safety. You know, because um, I think Nashville Dean is probably going to play that safety hybrid. And then you put Lars Woodby at strong safety and put him at free safety. Because I don't think. I mean, unless Lars Woodby is back at 100%, which I don't know, um, I don't think you put Lars Woodby at uh, free safety because um, of the knee injury or lower leg injury or whatever they're calling it. Um, but I, the Cyrus Fagan has to play. He has. To, he's too good to sit on the bench. You can't. You can't bury this guy. He's got to play. Um. So final segment for this episode, football is football still a priority at Florida State? I don't think it is because if you if you would have said that if you would have told me 20 years ago that 20 in 2000 that in 2020 we would be at this point, I would have I would have called you crazy. I would have said that. The boosters, the fans, they would never let this happen. And, you know, you, you knew Bobby Bowden was up there in age, okay? So we knew he was going to eventually either resign, retire, or he was going to get fired, one of them. But I just don't, I just, and I don't even think back then they were heavily invested. You know, I think kids just came to Florida State because of Bobby Bowden. And they knew that if I just go to Florida State, I'm going to get a chance. I'm going to get a chance to play in the league. That's, that's, That's how Florida State was back then. If I just go there, I'm going to at least get a tryout a free agent deal with an nfl team whereas now you can go anywhere and get that same um situation um but our our boosters are not on the level of alabama or florida or lsu or tennessee we're not on that level um 
you know, where you could just go to them and say, hey, give me this and they give it. Our boosters are more like go out and win first and then we'll give you money. That's how our boosters operate. So. um, I, I think if, if football is still a priority, you got to build that football only building. And you got to start getting these players and you know how we get them. You know how everybody gets them. So if you're not willing to do it, it, it is what it is. So let me know what you think about this episode, man. And that's that final segment. Um, this podcast is available available on YouTube, all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Um, please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Um, please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please wear a mask. And as always, go nose.